and I do this radio show for Hawk Radio on Anchor.fm for HTC. Now, if you guys are new here or if you guys are returning members to my radio show, but you guys have no idea what my radio show is all about, let me give you guys a little rundown about what my radio show, The Hours Booked, is all about. If you guys don't know, basically, my radio show, The Hours Booked, is all about different types of book media. Meaning book to movie adaptations, book to TV show adaptations, author drama, and so much more. So if you guys like what you hear for this week's episode, and you guys want to continue to listen to my episodes on my radio show, The Hour Was Booked, I have past episodes from a few weeks ago. I have past episodes, but like I just said before, I have past episodes from a few weeks ago, and I also have a few other shows coming up over the next few weeks. So if you guys like what you guys hear for this week's episode, stay tuned for next week's episodes, and stay tuned. And by stay tuned, I mean you guys can go back and listen to my past episodes. We have a lot of fun on this show, and yeah, yeah, we have a lot of fun on this show. So yeah. So, we're going to be talking about, for this week's overall topic, we're just going to be talking about one topic today. Well, one overall topic. We're going to be talking about five different things within that topic. We're going to be talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, newest phase of films, and newest phase of TV shows. Meaning, we're going to be talking about the upcoming MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, films that are coming up in the next few years, and we're also going to be talking about the the upcoming and current Disney Plus streaming shows that go along with the upcoming Phase 4 films. And the reason we're talking about this is because the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is all based around comic books, and that is a book-related topic. Comic books are also a different type of book format. So, yeah, let's get into it. So the first thing that we are going to be talking about is something that is really interesting to me. Marvel, the Marvel Studios, Marvel Studios has never done uh, TV shows really i mean like if you guys i don't know if you guys have ever watched agents um um agents agents of shield um i can't say that agents of shield i can't say that title i i can never say that title agents of shield if you guys have never seen agents of shield that is an that, that is a marvel studios TV show, but it's not set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you guys didn't know, it's on ABC Family, also now known as Freeform. Um, that ran for, I believe, six or seven seasons, and it ended recently, so yeah. But that wasn't connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe at all. But what is connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, at least for Phase 4, which is their current phase, they've had three phases so far, including this current fourth phase. They've had phase one, which included Iron Man and the Hulk and Captain America and Thor and the Avengers. They've had phase two, which included superheroes like Ant-Man, um, more um, Avengers films, more Captain America films, and stuff like that. And then they've had phase three, which includes Spider-Man with Tom Holland. They have had the 
that they've had the two biggest movies of all time, um, Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. So now this current phase is phase four. Their current phase, they're currently releasing um, TV shows primarily. They have not released any films yet, which is kind of annoying, but because we're living in COVID-19 pandemic times, I guess they want everyone to feel comfortable about going to movie theaters safely. So we're going to talk about the films in a little bit, but primarily we're going to talk about the TV shows that they're releasing. So they are currently releasing um, back in back in July 2019 at Comic Con, Marvel announced that they were going to be producing primarily five TV shows. They were going to be producing five of them, at least, at least five. And at D23, which is another, um, D23, because I don't know, D23 is another Disney Investor Day kind of Comic-Con-esque, um, event that fans can go to, but, but, but obviously they, they did it online this year because of COVID and everything, and, uh, they announced that they're doing more TV shows, so let, let me go through the list of the TV shows that are currently out. Currently, what is out now, specifically on Disney Plus, they're releasing all these TV shows on Disney Plus. They currently have out WandaVision, and they currently have out the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because they do a week-by-week release schedule. And, yeah, and um, upcoming for, like, for the rest of 2021, they have Hawkeye, um, and they have Miss Marvel, and then for 2022, they have She-Hulk, they have Moon Knight, and, uh, yeah, and then for, like, the upcoming, like, two or three years down the line, well, like, like, for the upcoming two or three years down the line, they have shows like Armor Wars and Ironheart, and they have, the, and, uh, they have, uh, they, they have a Secret Invasion coming out soon. So, yeah. So, Marvel is pretty much jam-packed. They are booked, um, with Phase 4 content. For TV, at least. And, uh, yeah. So, I think what's interesting about them releasing these TV shows that fit in with the Marvel Phase 4 movies is interesting. They have never, like, specifically made television shows in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they have. I saw WandaVision. WandaVision is so good. It is so amazing. Olivia, um, not not Olivia Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen, and Paul Bettany, they are so good in that show. Basically, their idea for these TV shows were to take secondary main characters and make them like full-fledged main characters, give them some emotional depth, and have them be in the spotlight. And they definitely did that with WandaVision. WandaVision ran for nine episodes. It just concluded about two weeks ago on March 5th was the season finale. And they're supposedly thinking about coming back for a second season. Um, 
I don't know if you guys saw the ending of WandaVision, but they left off on an interesting note. Um, I know that a lot of fans were disappointed with how the last like two or three episodes went down. Um, because they brought in a specific character from another Marvel franchise. And I'm not going to give away spoilers, but let's just say the reveal of that character um, definitely disappoints a lot of people. So, yeah, and currently they have Falcon and the Winter Soldier with Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, and they just released the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier this past Friday. They released it on March 19th. Now, I think what's also interesting about these two current Marvel TV shows that they have out now on Disney+, Plus, I think what's interesting is that is that they're not doing the Netflix thing or the thing that they do with Hulu where they release everything all out at once. Um, I think that's interesting. Um, that they're not doing the thing where they release everything all at once, like binge watching. Um, I think that's kind of interesting. But, um, I, I think that kind of upsets a few fans when they can't binge everything at once. Um, but I feel like if you just binge everything at once, it's like, you kind of race through a, an entire season or an entire show, if you really think about it. You've, you, you've, you've raced through an entire show, and you don't really pick up on all the details, and there's no, like, there, there's no real anticipation, um, um, for what comes next, because you basically flew through a whole season of a show in a few hours if you think about it but i think i i think what's in but but i think what's interesting about these current disney plus tv shows and the marvel cinematic universe i think it's interesting that they're doing a release a release week by week schedule they released one episode of wandavision every friday and they're releasing every episode of falcon and the winter soldier every friday they're, they're releasing a new episode every friday so i think that's cool i think that builds up the anticipation for the following week's newest episode i think that leads fans to theorize on certain things and and yeah i think i think if they do a week by week schedule um i believe that's what they're doing for all the shows that they're going to do a week by week schedule for all of the shows and i think that if they keep doing that i think their ratings will go up um i think um I think it'll make Disney Plus television shows more popular. And uh, yeah, and also what's interesting is that is that with um, these uh, MCU TV shows, they don't they don't shy away from being on like the small screen compared to the big screen. Um, they 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 they, they treat. They, they treat the TV shows that are on the small screen. They they treat them. They they treat them as if they're on the big screen. If you think about it, a TV season is basically one big movie. WandaVision, if you think about it, if you go back and binge watch it now because all of the episodes are out, WandaVision is basically one whole movie. If you think about it. Um. Also, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. 
if you go back and you watch the first episode and you wait till all the episodes are released and then you go back and binge watch that, that that's also like that that's also like a full movie. So I think it's interesting that Marvel isn't shying away from from like from I think it's interesting that Marvel isn't it I think I think it's interesting that Marvel isn't shying away from their smaller projects like their television shows influence what they do with their films. They're treating their television shows and their films equally. They're giving their TV shows a lot more room to breathe because they're giving them multiple episodes. They're giving them multiple seasons. Um, and yeah, they're not treating the TV shows any differently that they that then they treat the films. That, that they're treating them that they're treating both the films and the TV shows very very equally and i think that's super cool too so yeah um we're gonna take a little break but when we come back we're gonna be talking about more marvel content so stay tuned guys enjoy the break So if you guys like what you hear on this week's episode, stay tuned for my upcoming episodes in the next few weeks. Or if you guys like what you hear for this week's episode, this week, you guys can go back and listen to my past episodes. And yeah, we have a lot of fun here, and it's just a lot of fun to talk about book media and stuff like that. So, we're going to get into our next segment for today. We're going to be talking about the upcoming films for Marvel Phase 4. Now, if you guys don't know what Marvel Phase 4 is, it is the next slate of films. It is the next, it's the next slate of films to be released by Marvel Studios. And yeah, we're just going to go through them one by one. We're going to say what their release dates are and how excited I am for them and why I'm excited for them, because why not? So first we have Black Widow, which is going to be released on July 9th, 2021. Um, and then we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which is going to be released on September 3rd, 2021. We have Eternals, which is going to be released on November 5th, 2021. We have Spider-Man No Way Home, being released on December 17th, 2021. We have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is going to be released on March 25th, 2022. We have Thor Love and Thunder being released on May 6th, 2022. We have Black Panther, where we have Black Panther 2 being released on July 8th, 2022. Captain Marvel 2 being released on November 11th, 2022. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania being released in 2022. There is no confirmed release date for it yet, but it is being released in 2022, it says. 
we have we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is going to be released in 2023. Like I said before, it just says the year that it's going to be released. There is no exact release date yet for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It just says 2023. And Fantastic Four, which is a to-be-announced release date, but I assume that since all of Phase 4 is going to be released between the years of 2021 and 2023, I assume Fantastic Four is going to be is going to be released sometime in 2023, hopefully. So let's go through. So we just went through the films and when the release dates are, and let's talk about why I'm excited for them and if I'm excited for them. Um, let's go to the first one, Black Widow. Now. Recently, and by recently I mean like either yesterday or the day before, the Hollywood com- the um the uh the uh the, the Hollywood reporter confirmed that Black Widow has been pushed back yet again. It has been pushed back four times. Four times. Four times at this point. It was supposed to be released on May 1st, 2020, last year. But because of the COVID-19 pandemic, it has been pushed back. And then it was scheduled to be released on November 6th of 2020. It got pushed back again because of COVID. And it was supposedly supposed to be released on May 7th, 2021. And they pushed it back yet again. They had like a month and a half before it was released. Um, and they decided to push it back again, but not to the following year. They're still releasing it in 2021. They pushed it back by a few months. They're releasing it on July 9th of 2021. And I think that's a really good, I think that's a really good time to release it, actually. It's like the beginning slash the middle of summer. Um, hopefully more movie theaters will be open by then. Cause I know, cause I know that a majority of theaters are open. Um, probably not all of them are going to be open by that time, but if a majority of theaters are open, let's go out and go see Black Widow. Just go out and go see Black Widow because that movie needs to... I feel like that movie needs to do well at the box office because I feel like we've all been waiting for that film for such a long time and for it to be kind of like non-existent because of the covid pandemic i feel like it's not fair to that film but i think it's interesting because um disney and marvel studios they were planning to release it on um disney plus they were considering about releasing it on disney plus but then they were but then they all said no this is going to be strictly a theatrical release no disney plus um no no disney plus release so were people going to risk their lives to say um i'm gonna go see black widow because um i'm gonna go and see it in an actual movie theater so they have decided to release it um in two ways they're releasing it on the same day on disney plus um, and they are also releasing it in theater, so it's going to be released on Disney Plus. So if people want to watch it at home, they can watch it at home. 
or it's also going to be released in theaters simultaneously. So you're gonna get, so you're gonna get Black Widow released on the same date, which is July 9th, 2021. You're gonna be getting the Black Widow film in two ways. You could either go see it in theaters on the big screen, or you could just sit at home and watch it safely in the comfort of your own home. Personally, I'm going to go out and go and see the movie in theaters. But, but that's just me. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna see it in theaters on the big screen and it's going to be awesome. And next we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Now I think this is interesting because they casted, they, they casted a few people for this movie. They have casted... They, they've casted uh, Sumi Louie. They, they casted Sumi Louie. Um, and they've casted Aquafina, which I think is super cool. Um, I, I just think that this is interesting because it's Marvel's first real Asian American superhero, I guess you could say. So, so, so yeah, I think that's super cool. Um, yeah, that, that sounds like a cool movie. Um, and then we have Eternals, which is starring a star-studded cast. We got Angelina Jolie, we got Salma Hayek, we got Richard Madden, we got, uh, who else do we have? <laughs> we have Kumail Nanjiani, we have Lauren Ridloff, we have Brian Tyree Henry, we have Leah McHugh, we have Don Lee, we have Kim Harrington, and we have Gemma Chan. Now, that's a very big cast. Um, and yeah, it's directed by Chloe Zhao, who, um, at the time that I'm recording this, is up for, um, six Oscar nominations for her, um, for a film that she directed, wrote, edited, and, uh, yeah, um, she wrote, directed, and edited her film Nomadland, which is up for six Oscar nominations. And yeah, for her to get a big Marvel movie like this in the wake of the uh, 93rd Academy Awards happening, and for her to get six nominations for her film Nomadland, that is up for Best Picture at the Oscars, and Best Director, and Best Original Screenplay, just to name a few. Um, I think that's cool to get to, um, to get a big Marvel movie. I think that's super cool. Um, so, yeah. We got Spider-Man No Way Home, which is the third Spider-Man film with Tom Holland and Zendaya. And I'm just excited for this just because it's Spider-Man. I love Tom Holland's portrayal. It is... It is so good. His portrayal of Spider-Man is probably the best Spider-Man ever. He, he is so good at Spider- He is so good as Spider-Man. And it's gonna be so good. Um, we got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is the second film after the 2016 film Doctor Strange. I'm just excited for this because I remember when I saw Doctor Strange in theaters, I just felt like this is so different from any Marvel movie that I've ever seen before, and I love it. It was so good, um, Benedict Cumberbatch is in it, Rachel McAdams is in it, um, also Elizabeth Olsen is going to be reprising her role as Wanda Maximoff from 
previous MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe films and also WandaVision. She's going to be coming back for that one and it's going to be insane. It's going to be so cool. We got Thor Love and Thunder which is the fourth Thor film. Um, I mean, I'm just excited for this just because it's Thor. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, it's a Thor movie. Of course, I'll go and see it. We have Black Panther 2, which I'm interested to see, um, because tragically Chadwick Boseman passed away in the middle of 2020, so they have to, um, use kind of the main slash secondary characters, and they gotta promote them to main character status, I guess you could say. So I'm interested to see what they do with that film. Captain Marvel 2, I haven't seen the first Captain Marvel, but I think I'm just excited for this just because, um, Brie Larson is good as Captain Marvel. And then we have Ant-Man the Lost Quantum Medium, which is the third Ant-Man film. I'm excited for this film just because it's Ant-Man, I like Paul Rudd, I like Evangeline Lilly, they have good chemistry. The Ant-Man films are super fun, they're lighthearted, and yeah, um, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, I'm excited for this movie just because Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, they're, they're great together. Their banter and their chemistry is so good. And I'm interested to see um, where this takes place after Endgame. I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see what this third Guardians of the Galaxy movie does after the events of Avengers Endgame. Now that's what I'm really interested to see. And we have Fantastic Four, which is so interesting um i'm just interested to see fantastic four just because um they're the fantastic four um yeah that's basically it so yeah so those are my thoughts on all the marvel phase four movies that are going to be released in the coming years so when we come back from this break we're going to be talking about the upcoming fantastic four film and my thoughts on it and who i think should be casted in it and why i'm excited about it so when we come back um we're going to be talking about the upcoming fantastic four film from marvel studios and yeah enjoy the break guys Basically, if you guys don't know my radio show, The Hour is Booked, is all about different types of book media, meaning book to movie adaptations, book to TV show adaptations, author drama, and so much more. So if you guys like what you hear for this week's episode, stay tuned for the coming weeks as I have a few more episodes coming up. Or if you guys like what you hear for this week's episode and you guys want to hear more of me, you guys can go and see my past episodes. And yeah, we have a lot of fun on the show. And yeah. So, our third segment that we're going to be talking about is the upcoming MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, Fantastic Four. Um, this is going to be the supposed final film to conclude 
the current fourth phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. So, yeah. So this is supposedly going to be the final movie of phase four, which is the current phase that Marvel is is in the process of creating right now, and they're releasing the TV shows and the movies and everything. This is supposedly going to be the final film of phase four. So let me give you guys a little history about Fantastic Four. If you guys don't know what Fantastic Four is, Fantastic Four, basically a very simple and easy way to put it, is Marvel's first real family, I guess you could say. Um, Fantastic Four is personally, um, from the films I've seen, um, they're fun, they're, they're a good time, are they well made? No, <laughs> but they are a lot of fun. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, they're definitely a lot of fun. Are they cheesy? Yeah, uh, but they're fun. But I will talk to you about the, um, basically all of the different Fantastic Four movies that, um, Marvel has come out with previously prior to this new one being announced and being in production and everything. Um, my thoughts on this newest, um, iteration of the Fantastic Four being set in the MCU, since they weren't in the MCU beforehand, since Marvel got a hold of them and now they're going to be in the MCU, I think that's super cool, I think that's where the Fantastic, the Fantastic Four belong, and it's going to be so interesting to see who they cast in those roles. I, you know what, I hope they cast like really like well-known people. I really hope they cast like really big like star-studded like talent. I really hope they cast some good people. So if you guys don't know like a history of the Fantastic Four, um, basically um, I'm gonna give you like a rundown of the films. The released films that they have released were the films from 2005 to 2007. Now these films were directed by Tim Story. Um, they made a, they made two movies. They made two movies. They made Fantastic Four, and they made Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Of uh, the Silver Surfer, my mistake. No, not Surfer, Surfer. <laughs> And these films starred, um, kind of a lot of people, <laughs> kind of very famous people if you think about it. Um, it starred, um, Jessica Alba and Chris Evans and Carrie Washington. Um, that's cool. Um, yeah, uh, the, the Fantastic Four movies from story are not the best but they are fun they are cool um they're cheesy they're very early 2000s movies like i said before because they were made in 2005 and then they were made that they were made from 2005 to 2007 um obviously um years later um they 
would have decided, you know what, let's take those 10 story movies from 2005 to 2007, and let's, let's reboot it. Let's make it a darker, grittier film with a cast that was so, you know, that uh, with a cast that was so, like, star-studded. You know what, let's reboot the film, and let's just call it... Fantastic Four, because that's that's their superhero names, right? Fantastic Four. That's the team superhero name. So let's just call it Fantastic Four. So Fantastic Four, the film from 2015 that no one likes to remember, but I feel like it's all burned into the crevices of our mind that that we that we do remember this film, but. It wasn't a good film. <laughs> it was like an okay film, but it wasn't like amazing. I mean, l- I mean, like I said before, these films weren't weren't released by Marvel Studios. Specifically, this one was released by 20th Century Fox, and yeah, um, it was directed by Josh Trank. And it starred Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan, Kate Mara, Jamie Bell, Toby Kebbell, and yeah, that's a star-studded cast. But what they did with this film is that they tried to make it, you know, gritty, dark, and edgy, and they tried to, you know, stray away from those very early 2000s movies, and they were like, you know what, we're gonna make it darker and grittier and more intense. But the final product, when we all went to see that movie, I feel like, when all audiences, we all went to see that movie, all audiences, when we all went to see that movie, it was boring. It was not good. It was very boring. Um, it wasn't even... Um, it wasn't even entertaining, if you really think about it. It was very boring um the characters had no personality to them um uh yeah the characters had no personality to them it was very boring um the the most famous marvel villain ever dr doom um who who i consider is, is the most famous marvel villain he was like he was like bought in he he was like brought in at like the last minute and he wasn't even that good and i remember they said that they were talking about making a sequel and miles teller and kate mara and the whole cast they were going to return this was supposed to be released in 2017 and then it was and then it was pushed back to 2018 but i think the studio was like the fans don't really want this movie so you know what we're gonna cancel it and we're not gonna make a sequel and then, um, the whole Disney-Fox merger that happened recently, basically Disney bought the rights to all of the 20th Century Fox characters, and basically, um, Disney bought 20th Century Fox in general. So, now Disney has control over all of the Marvel- um, um, not not Marvel. Disney has control over all of 20th Century Fox's franchises, so I think that's interesting. 
that's why the Fantastic Four are being bought into the MCU in the future. I think it's gonna be super cool. Um, yeah, I feel like with with audiences today, they try to block out that bad Fantastic Four movie. They try to block it out of their minds, and they're all just hoping and praying that that they're probably all thinking like, I really hope that Fantastic Four movie in the MCU is gonna be worth it. And you know what? I think it's gonna be worth it. I think it's gonna be super cool. Um, it's gonna be set in the MCU finally, and it's gonna be released and distributed by Marvel Studios. So I mean, I mean, I have faith that I have faith that the Fantastic Four MCU movie will do well. So yeah, those are my thoughts on the previous in the previous installments in the Fantastic Four franchise and my thoughts on the current upcoming MCU Fantastic Four film. And yeah, when we get back from this break, we're gonna be talking about more Marvel Marvel we're gonna be talking about more Marvel related content. So stay tuned. Enjoy the break guys. this radio show for Hawk Radio and Anchor.fm for HCC. Now, if you guys are new here, or if you guys are returning members to this radio show, but you guys have no idea what my radio show, The Hours Booked, is all about, let me, guys, let me give you guys a little rundown about what my radio show, The Hours Booked, is all about. Basically, if you guys don't know, my radio show, The Hours Booked, is all about different types of book media. Book to movie adaptations, book to TV show adaptations, author drama, and so much more. So if you guys like what you hear for this week's episode, and if you guys want to hear more from me, you guys can listen to my past episodes, or if you guys like this episode, but you guys don't want to listen to any of my past episodes, you guys can stay tuned for the upcoming weeks, because I have more episodes coming. And yeah, we have a lot of fun on the show, and yeah, it's a good time. So let's get back into our Marvel Phase 4 um, discussion. So we're going to be talking about for this next okay, for, for for this next um what we're we gonna be talking about for this next um for, for this next um for, for this next segment. We're gonna be talking about Black Widow and why it has been pushed back by Marvel for the fourth time. And we're also going to be discussing it being released simultaneously on July 9th, 2021, both in theaters and on Disney Plus with premiere access. And I'm going to give you guys a little rundown about what premiere access is. If you guys don't know what premiere access is, it is basically a deal made with any streaming service and their company, well, like their head company, to basically release a movie in theaters and on their digital streaming and on their digital streaming services, but for an additional cost basically. A premiere access is basically an additional cost. It's like a rental that you can purchase early, but you can only rent it for two days at max. It's not like if you pay like if you pay for the premiere access 
um you you get to keep it you it's basically a premiere access that you rent for two days so yeah that's basically what premiere access is now disney has done this with a few of their films already they have done this for um riot and the last dragon which was recently released it was released on march 5th 2021 um with premiere access um they have also released uh the, the they have also released mulan on disney plus with premiere access um with soul which is the disney pixar animated movie which was so good they were like you know what we'll release this on christmas day but you know what it won't be any additional cost so they so they decided not to do that with premiere access so thank god for that we could all watch it with no additional cost and it was great and then they're deciding to release black widow and the upcoming Cruella Deville movie with Emma Stone. They're deciding to release both of those simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Plus with Premiere Access. Now here's the thing, with the Premiere Access thing on Disney Plus, um, it's a lot of money to rent a movie for two days. Um, it's a lot of money. Um, with Disney Plus and the Premiere Access thing, um, you basically pay up to at least $30 to rent this movie on Disney Plus for two days, and then, like, three to four months later, it's released on Disney Plus, um, for, for no additional cost. So, yeah, that's basically what it is. Um, with the Disney Plus Premiere Access, they, they, they make subscribers of Disney Plus pay at least $30 to unlock the film early for two days of rental. And um, yeah, and then it's released like three to four months later on Disney Plus for no additional cost. So yeah. With Black Widow being released both in theaters and on Disney Plus on the same day simultaneously, I think that's a good choice because, you know, COVID-19 is still a thing, um, it's still a very prevalent thing around the world, um, people are not going to movie theaters even though I feel like a majority of them are open, um, people aren't going to them, but I feel like when Black Widow comes out, um, simultaneously on Disney Plus and in theaters, I feel like people will go to the movies to see this. I just feel like they will because black because 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 it's black widow it it's a black widow movie they're gonna go because of black widow it's a black widow movie they've been waiting to see audiences have been waiting to see a black widow movie for years and they're finally getting to see it so them um by 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 them i mean disney and marvel studios marvel studios and disney I think it's smart for them to release it both simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Plus, just because it gives audiences like the option if they want to go out and experience Black Widow on the big screen, or if they want to sit in the comfort of their own home and watch it um, for a, a premiere access with thirty dollars. 
So yeah, it's kind of like, do you want to sit at home and pay $30 without Premier Access that you only get for a two-day rental? Or do you want to go out to the movie theaters where it's probably cheaper to buy a movie ticket and go and see it on the big screen? Personally, when this movie comes out on July 9th of 2021, when Black Widow comes out on July 9th of 2021, I'll, I will be seeing this movie in theaters. Just because I love Black Widow, I think Scarlett Johansson does a very good job portraying her, and yeah, I want to see it on the big screen. I'm not going to sit at home and um, get get Black Widow with Premiere Access and pay $30 for a two-day rental. I'm not doing that. I'm going to go to a movie theater and I'm going to watch Black Widow on the big screen. And it's going to be amazing and I can't wait. Um, but I think it's interesting just because maybe, maybe with Black Widow... I feel like a lot of people go out to the theaters to see it because, you know, it is a Marvel movie. So it's like, I could watch a Marvel movie at home on Disney Plus, or I could go out and I could watch it on the big screen. And most people who are fans of Marvel movies, they like to go out and see things on the big screen. So I feel like a lot of people go out and see the Black Widow movie in theaters. So yeah. And I think it's interesting that they're doing this premiere access, this um, this uh, premiere access thing, just because um, it hasn't really worked out in the past. For Ryan the Last Dragon and from Milan specifically, it, it it's kind of worked out. It's also kind of not worked out because no one cared for Mulan. They really changed a lot of it. The animated Mulan was so good. And then they redid it into live action, and it came out in 2020, and everyone was like really excited for it, but then they changed like everything about the movie, and no one liked it. And they released it, um, they didn't release Mulan simultaneously. It was a strictly straight to Disney Plus movie, and it was a premiere access movie that you had to pay $30 to to unlock early for a two-day rental or you could have waited until December of 2020 when it would have been released on Disney Plus for no additional for, for, for no additional cost. And a lot of people um they they paid for the premiere access for the two-day rental of Mulan and I don't think anyone liked that movie. So yeah, but with Ryan the Last Dragon it's a Disney animated movie, you know, um, and they also did that with Premiere Access. It's, you have to pay a Premiere Access for $30 to unlock the movie for a two-day rental, and in about three to four months, it'll be released on Disney Plus for no additional cost, and I feel like this worked out better for Ryan and for Ryan the Last Dragon, I feel like it worked out better for them because, you know, it's a Disney animated movie, it's made for family entertainment, and yeah, but I feel like with Black Widow, them releasing it simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Plus is a really good idea just because it gives audiences the option. It gives audiences, it gives audiences the option to choose if they want to sit at home and watch it on Disney Plus or if they want to go into the theaters 
and see it on the big screen. So yeah, I think it's a good idea that Marvel is releasing Black Widow simultaneously. I think I think it's good that Marvel is releasing Black Widow simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Plus. I think it's a great idea, and uh yeah, I think I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea that they're releasing it both in theaters and on Disney Plus, so that people have the option to choose if they want to go and see it in theaters or if they want to sit at home and watch the movie on Disney Plus. I think it's a great idea, and yeah. Um, when we come back from this break, guys, we're going to be talking about our last Marvel-related topic for this episode. So, stay tuned for our last Marvel-related topic, guys. Enjoy the break. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Hours Booked. I'm your host, Will, and I do this radio show for Hawk Radio on Anchor.fm for HCC. Now, if you guys are new here or if you guys are returning members to my radio show because I have no idea what my radio show is all about, let me give you guys a little rundown of what my radio show, The Hours Booked, is all about. Basically, my radio show, The Hours Booked, is all about different types of book media, meaning book movie adaptations, TV show adaptations, author drama, and so much more. So if you guys like what you hear for this week's episode, stay tuned for my upcoming episodes during the upcoming weeks. Or if you guys like what you hear on this episode for this week, you guys can go back and you guys can watch my past episodes. And yeah, we have a lot of fun here. And yeah, so we're, we're going into our last topic for today. Our last Marvel-related topic... And we're going to be talking about um, Black Panther specifically. So, if you guys don't know what Black Panther is, I would be kind of shocked because it is a cultural phenomenon. It has been a cultural impact since the Black Panther movie came out in February of 2018. Um, it became a phenomenon. It grossed about a billion dollars at the worldwide box office. Um, it basically launched the career of uh, Chadwick Boseman, who tragically passed away in August of 2020. Um, Michael B. Jordan was great in the movie. Lupita Nyong'o, she was great in the movie. Everyone was very good in the movie. But it it really like reinforced and it kind of um, it kind of, that, that film kind of brought the African-American people together, in a sense. Um, I think that with the, with the Black Panther film in general, I think it was a very timely movie for the African-American community. It's a film directed by an African-American, um, Ryan Coogler. Um, it stars a predominantly black and African-American cast, um, which is cool. Um, and I think it's interesting how this film, like, impacted, like, young African-American. Like, I, like, I think it's interesting how this film impacted young African-American kids and teenagers because they kind of got to see themselves on screen in a sense 
um, I think that's cool. Um, sadly, tra- sadly, um, Chadwick Boseman passed away in August of 2020, and, uh, he only ever got to do one Black Panther film. Well, one Black Panther solo film. And they have, Marvel Studios has scheduled Black Panther 2 to be released in July of 2022. And since Chadwick Boseman is sadly not here with us today, um, they're going to be making um, secondary characters become more main characters. Um, I know that Marvel Studios has said that they're not going to recast um, Chadwick Boseman's role because they don't want to touch his legacy, that they don't want to ruin his legacy basically for what he did with that character. So they're not going to recast his role, which I think is interesting. Um, personally, um, I think they could have recasted his role if they really wanted to. Um, some of my choices would have been if they were going to recast his role. Some of my choices would have been John Boyega and Michael B. Jordan, and yeah, those would have been my top two choices at least, if they were going to recast. But they're not going to recast Chadwick Boseman's role, that they're not going to recast Chadwick Boseman's role, which I think is interesting. Um, yeah, uh, I thought that the Black Panther movie was really good. I enjoyed it when I first saw it. It was interesting, it was really cool, and I thought it was a really well done film. It was very adventurous, it was very fun, and it was action-packed, it was cool, uh, yeah, uh, it was a very good movie. Um, but yeah, I think, I think what this film has done is that it's really impacted the African-American community. Just because, like, kids and even adults, they finally get to bond with their kids over a superhero movie that has a black African-American lead protagonist. Uh, adults, they have finally, they finally have something, adults, they finally have something to bond with their kids on. They can bond over a superhero movie, like, that's cool. Um, and yeah, Shawick Boseman's legacy will live on as Black Panther, um, and I'm interested to see what they do with Black Panther 2. So yeah, so uh, yeah, those are my thoughts on Black Panther and the upcoming Black Panther 2, and yeah, uh, um, yeah, we are at the end of our show for today, guys, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I will see you guys in next week's episode, so yeah. Bye, guys.